0: Coming up this hour, we got uh, at the bottom, our buddy Chuck Freeman's going to join us talking about this Brewers nine game win streak. If they win tonight, I will declare the National League Central the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, excited about that. In the meantime, Packers with cut downs today. And uh, they let go of the uh, punter, Pat O'Donnell, um, clearing the way for Daniel Whalen uh, to, to be the guy. Uh, also, they got to get down, uh, re- needing to release 36 players, as a matter of fact, total today. Cornerback Shamar Gene Charles uh, getting let go, uh, according to uh, Tom Silverstein of the Journal Sentinel. And uh, safety Benny Sapp, uh, the hero of the preseason, uh, looks like he's going to be gone. Not quite sure what, uh, where they're going in that direction. The tackle Kadeem Telfort uh, looks to be gone. Uh, Deuce Watts, the wide receiver. Looks to be gone. Uh, so quite a few guys. And then the long snapper, as Mike Clemens told us, Matt Orzek, uh released, but uh, might be brought back and put on the injured list for a short period of time. In the meantime, Mike Clemens joining us on the hotline. So, Mike, uh, quite a few guys already finding their way uh, out of Green Bay and could find their way back to Green Bay. But nevertheless, uh, they're starting to trim the fat uh, as we speak, and they got to get it down to the 53-man roster by 3 o'clock Central Time today.
1: By three o'clock Wisconsin time today, let's take this in chronological order. We're talking to Matt Lafleur Sunday night, who'd watched the game against the Seahawks and was making comments. And then he said, "You uh, know, hey, listen. By the way, I'm not talking anything in roster. Okay? Uh, if if that's all you came here for, then let's just let's go home early tonight." <laughs> but he says mm-hmm. he was asked, "Well, when do you think it's going to start?" And He says, "I don't see anything taking place until Tuesday." But then Brian Gudikins calls in. Pat O'Donnell, who, you know, held for Robbie Gold there with the Bears and, you know, a great punter in that weather in Chicago and in, and in Green Bay and, and other, you know, chilly climates. Nine years, he's 32 years old. Comes up last year, they uh, bring him in, and, you know, he gets away from the rebuilding Bears and thinks he's maybe got a chance of winning a ring, and Mason Crosby puts him up with the house. Good, excellent directional punter. But they brought in this kid, Dan Daniel Whelan, and I got this clip. He did an appearance on a Legends of Lombardi podcast, Uh, if you've got that, Grant, and listen to this kid's story about he's born in 1999. He's 24 years old, and here's his story on how, how he came to America.
0: Yeah. uh, I mean, there's a a lot of chapters in my story, I would say, but I was about 13 years old and my mom got a job in Palm Springs and she got it. And we just basically said, yeah, we're just gonna up and move straight to palm springs and it took us like a month we only came here with two suitcases and then i went like straight into high school so that's where i got my start in america I was in palm springs ranch and high school and i did not know a single thing about football didn't know anything about football And now look at him uh sitting here with uh, the green bay packers and one of the more storied franchises in the entire nfl so kind of a really cool story mike uh which uh, i'm sure there's going to be more of you know more cool stories to come out but uh, the packers are trying to formulate this team uh and he, I, I was a little bit surprised not because pat o'donnell uh, got cut and, and got beat out for the punter's job but because he was part of the solution to the poor process the year prior when it came to the kicking game you know what i mean
1: as the placeholder you're right yeah and you know you're trying to get The confidence building is Anders Carlson. And, you know, even you were thinking at the end of the camp, you thought, well, you know, wouldn't the smart thing to do to be hang on to the veteran like that? And so that you're getting the best hold, you're getting that advice for the next year for Anders Carlson as your, you know, place kicker from the punter. Uh, But you know what? No, guess what? Uh, Daniel Whelan, I think I told you that day in camp, he had some punts that were the highest tightest spiral, longest punts I've ever seen on a Packers practice field. I mean, he just he can kick some rockets and obviously they tested him enough in some of his punts in the preseason to feel confident that, you know, if, if he's back on his forty on his own 45 he can put it somewhere between the goal line and the 20. Corey Bohorquez, that kid that they picked up two or three years ago, remember, who ended up having the block punt in the loss to the 49ers? He mm-hmm. was kicking over the weekend in the preseason for the Cleveland Browns. He's been in Cleveland now a couple of years. He was at his own forty five or so and and he kicked it into the end zone, which is exactly why Lafleur got rid of him
0: you know he, right.
1: he, he didn't even come close to getting it down on the ten so I guess they feel that Wheelan has got it can be a good directional kicker as well, and obviously a good enough holder for Anders Carlson your new goal kicker, and here's the other thing too: they saved themselves a half a million dollars. They paid, they paid uh, Pat O'Donnell six hundred fifty thousand in a roster bonus, so they've lost that money, but they will save a half million. You know, it's, it's pretty much like Russ Ball telling Goody, "I'm not paying a half million for a placeholder."
0: <laughs> right, right. No, I I understand that. Um, so, Mike, uh, we're looking at uh, other guys. Obviously, they're battling for jobs and we were talking about uh, the, uh, specifically the wide receiver position, Malik Heath moves up on the depth chart. I, I would assume he's made it. You talk about some of the guys that could possibly, because we assume there's going to be six wide receivers on this team, the three tight ends, including Josiah Aguara, going to be on this team, three running backs going to be on this team, so they've got to make some decisions uh, with Goodson and Wilson and such and, and uh, Patrick Taylor. So tell me, I mean, is there, there anybody that you think uh, name-wise that may not be here?
1: Here's wide receiver. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, uh, Jaden Reed, you know, number 11. uh, Just outstanding, outstanding. Then I think it's Torre. Then I think it's Malik Heath. Dontavian Wicks is a draft pick, number 13, tall, good size, but he had a concussion and he had another injury. Um, I don't know if he would be able to play against the Bears if he was ready. Bo Melton is another player that had – some flashes at time in camp, but he's been injured as well. And then it starts to drop off. And so, uh, at the, and then uh, Grant DuBose is another guy that went through the whole spring in many camps and the start of camp with some back issues. So that's why, as we said you know, a few minutes ago, they've released the long snapper that they want. They'll, they figure that the, he can clear waivers, bring him back, and that way one of these kinds of players or one of these running backs they've got that are currently injured They can put him on injured reserve, but after today, they'll be able to bring that guy back in a few weeks, uh, you know, in September or October when they're fully healthy and get them in the mix and get them to play. But Malik Heath may have made his first mistake at camp. He already put out a message on Instagram today that indicates he's going to practice this afternoon. What they're doing right now, Bill, they're calling in those 36 players one at a time, meeting with them, letting them go, letting letting some of them know, at least 16 of them, hey, but, you know, if you clear waivers, then we'd like to see you back here on our practice squad. You know, we don't want you to leave town. Uh, we like to keep you. Uh, they'll have those meetings. And this afternoon, once they get to their 53, LeFleur's going to have a practice with his new 53, a little walkthrough practice, before they have a full practice that we're going to be allowed to in tomorrow.
0: So uh, the other aspect of this, Mike, is there's a couple of spaces, say, say safety or say, uh, you know, additional help at the tight end position, they could actually look in another direction from another team's cut down to say, hey, we're going to make some room and bring in a guy uh, who has now hit the waiver wire.
1: Right. To, to address those needs like safety, I think, uh, any, any position really, Bill. I mean, hell, there's, if they think there's an outside linebacker out there that can help them with their depth, uh, you know, they're, they may make any kind of a move at any position. Uh, what will be a surprise cut today? Maybe if Royce Newman is let go from the uh, offensive line. You mentioned that Shamar Jean, uh, John Charles, who was a draft pick a couple of years ago, often mm-hmm. injured, uh, had some uh, some flash last year on special teams. To me, every time I watched his reps in camp, I just thought, you know, this guy's not going to get any better. You know, two three years. Right. You know, and and when you got guys like uh, Carrington Valentine, number thirty seven, who flashed so well during camp and even in the games, that's when you just, you know, you get to the point where some of these players to say we've tried for two or three years to see if there's progress, to see if they can get through, you know, the bumps and the bruises, and we just don't see them getting any better or ascending from here. We move right. on. So that's why some of those cuts are. Benny Sapp, who had the interception in Saturday's game, you know, the son of, uh, you know, an NFL player, uh, he was released this morning. He could be a, pr- a practice squad guy, though, because right. you know, he's, he's young and just developing. Um, so there's those kinds of stories going on today as well. But so far, there's nobody else that's or moves that have been made so far with three hours left to go on the clock that I've been really that surprised about. The surprises will probably start coming down during the two, two o'clock hour.
0: I know we've got uh, some time, and I know that today's cut down day, so a lot of teams don't really make deals, but if the Packers, with with kind of the, I don't want to say the embarrassment of riches, because it's never embarrassing to have a lot of offensive linemen, but do you think they make a deal, that there's a trade that could possibly happen down the road, that uh, maybe uh, Goodikens could say, hey, we really need somebody, and then they go in that direction? Well,
1: like if it's the Royce Newman story, you know, who had a lot of starts, but I think the league is pretty hip to know that you know he's kind of fallen out of favor in Green Bay, and they also left the game on Saturday with an injury. Um, you know that Jake Hansen cut that they made earlier. He was he was on your depth chart a week ago before the Patriots game as your number two center. That's supposed to be mm-hmm. one of the safest jobs on the team, and he got hurt again, and they just said we we're done. And they let him go uh, right. to So, the, but you know, how about what if they traded Josh Nyman? What if they traded Josh Nyman to get a safety or something else that they see that's out there? That could be a possible move that would probably surprise people given that, you know, he was the backup behind David Bakhtiari, and Bakhtiari's been, you know, so-so in terms of if the knee is okay. But that was another surprise story out of camp is how Rasheed Walker, big dude, went from like just four snaps last year and injured during camp to now – he apparently is their backup left tackle.
0: What uh, Real quick before I let you go, uh, what has happened with Caleb Jones? I know he's still on the roster. I know we're waiting to see. But that uh, you just can't teach that kind of size, man. And he looked pretty good in camp last year, and I was hoping he would really kind of catch on. He just never had the opportunity. But tell me about Caleb Jones real quick.
1: Slowed up by an ankle injury in the last couple of weeks. So, again, you know, that's an injury question. I don't know if they would put him on – practice squad but you know again when they make this move with the long snapper there's somebody that's you know that's injured but they want to hang on to that they're afraid someone would definitely take and so you know it could be a mix of four or five guys on a currently injured list that they're trying to protect like that um i i still think that they uh, that they could if rasheed walker could prove he could you know fill in and start in a game Maybe Caleb Jones could too. If not, just to scare the hell out of the other teams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. My great six stuff. Nine, we're going to continue. I <laughs> I, yeah, like six. Nine, I mean, again, I Phil Loadhold. I remember standing behind him in the end zone when the Vikings came back with Brett Favre, and I was stood behind him and I said, "I can't see the sun," and he yeah. was that big. And nice. that's Caleb Jones. That's what he reminds yeah. me of.
1: No, the first, you know, your defensive end or outside linebacker. And, you know, first step, you look at this and you, you just say to yourself, God, all day. I'm with this, all day.
0: You are in a three-point stance on the outside. You're coming at Caleb Jones and you're like, I can't see the stadium. Holy <laughs> yeah. crap, you know. That, that's how big the dude is. So I, I would is. love to see him make this team. My great stuff as always, man. I appreciate it. we'll talk soon, okay? Thank you, Billy. All right, pal, there you go. That's the uh, the the perfect our guy, Mike Clemens, always great to get him on the air with us. Uh, 877-867-1670. So, so, so far, uh, Benny Sapp, the safety, uh, the tackle, Kadeem Telfort, uh, the wide receiver, uh, Deuce uh, Watts. Uh, you've also got uh, uh, Matt Orzek, uh the long snapper, who they let go, but they, like Mike said, probably going to bring him back, put him on the I.L. Uh, the punter, Pat O'Donnell, was somewhat of a surprise. And uh, Shamar Jean Charles who was probably better on special teams than in the secondary. And Mike said, you just look at him and think, not going to get any better. If he's not going to get any better and he's hit his ceiling and he's not a starter, then he, there's no sense in hanging on to him. So they let him go today. So uh, that's uh, they got a, what is that, one, two, three, four, five, they got 30 more guys to go, 30, 31. Really, I, I think they got a couple of exemptions. So maybe like uh, 28, but 28 more guys to go. So we'll see what happens throughout the day. Uh, let's do this. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael show bottom of the hour coming up. We're going to talk with our buddy, Chuck Freeman, uh, excuse me, the lockdown Brewers podcast. And we're going to talk with him about this, uh, Brewers nine game win streak. No pressure here, but if the Brewers win tonight and they are six games up on the Chicago Cubs down this stretch, as you can almost hear it, you know, when you turn the corner going into September, in just a couple of days, it's uh, it's as if you're listening to Mike Pataglia, who was uh, the voice of horse racing for a long time. Churchill Downs, you turn around and you can hear him go, and down the stretch they come, and then you knew the race was on. With a six-game lead going into September, I will say that the National League Central belongs to the Milwaukee Brewers. We'll talk about that, too. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next.
2: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show.
0: Michael show we continue on cannot cannot stress enough uh if you can please join us coming up this sunday Uh, the weather i just just literally got uh off of my phone uh texting back and forth uh, our buddy drew burgoyne who's been with us for so many years from cbs 58 uh the gang over at fox six we thank them as well uh for all their support and their coverage but uh our buddy drew said hey bill i know the ride's coming up i want to let you know it's going to be 88 to 91 and a little breezy, but it's going to be a great day, completely dry. No reason now not to join us, please. Um, I, I've There's so many cool stories this year and so many neat things that are going to take place on Sunday. Uh, I was working with, uh, till late last night, as a matter of fact, after I got home, uh, our friends from the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Department, the Milwaukee Police Department, and the Milwaukee Fire Department uh, to make the beginning of the ride unbelievable uh jesse james dupree from the band jackal who uh continues (laughs) jesse's just a a dynamo man he continues to put out videos he was down at the museum yesterday he was in madison last night he's in town he's staying here uh and then he's got a show uh, to do uh, i think on friday or saturday and then flying back and he's a supporter uh tim duffy uh the firefighter who drove his harley davidson rode his harley davidson into the uh the the debris of the towers on 9-11 uh, he has uh, gotten a hold of me. He is going to be here. He believes on Friday. He's leaving New Jersey on Thursday, and he is coming to town to be a part of this. We've got some really terrific stories, like I had mentioned, that we'll talk to the writers, all of you, about on Sunday. Uh, there are some cars that are going to be following us now. They just wanted to be a part of it. It's growing. The pre-registration continues to grow. But I'll say this: uh, we don't really get the rush of pre-reg until like now. And the pre-registration prizes are fantastic. And the only people that can win the pre-registration prizes are those who pre-re- pre-register. So if you haven't done it already, all 100% of the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds, goes to Fisher House Wisconsin, help, helping military members when they're in the hospital, they're receiving treatment, and to have their family members nearby. Same thing with veterans. Uh, to have their family there, it's to take care of the families, it's to take care of the military members and the veterans. We can't ask you enough uh, to bring friends. I had a gentleman call me last night, and you're going to hear his story on Sunday, uh, called me last night and said that they, they've always been there. He said he remembers back when we only had like 50 bikes. He's like, wow, I just he can't believe it's this big. But he's bringing like a whole family with him, like 12 to 15 additional bikes this year. Uh, that's the way we grow it uh, is through word of mouth. So please, if you can join us, scan the QR code if you're watching on the live stream. And if you're just listening to the sound of my voice and you want to be a part of it, Go to Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. And uh, come out and join us. We and I actually put this out there uh, over the weekend. Uh, how far is it that you're riding or coming to be with us? Kind of did a roll call thing. And I got a few people, you know, locally that said, hey, this is where we're coming from. Uh, but a guy named Tommy is coming from Sydney, British Columbia. Leaving, he left yesterday. 2,760 miles just to be a part of the ride. That's how big this thing has grown and has gotten. And we've got people that are actually, I I had one gentleman, uh, his name, where's his name real quick? Hang on. I want to give it to you. Um, This is uh, Mark, uh, Mark Chestnut, not the Mark Chestnut, Mark Chestnut. He is coming from Hawaii and had his bike shipped over. He's going to do a ride throughout the the States anyway, but this is one of the stops that he's making. He is coming from Hawaii to be with us. Uh, It's just, it's amazing. And between the combat vets, the Purple Heart vets, the Patriot Riders, uh, the Axemen, the Blue Knights, all the different groups that are all of either military or, you know, first responder, you know, groups, all coming with us. Please uh, come out and join us. Uh, This coming Sunday, uh, kickstands up at 11 a.m., the registration on site opens at 8 a.m., but pre, get pre-registered. That way, your paperwork is easy. It's there, it's ready to go. You just walk in, you sign up through it, you're done, and then you can head over to the museum. There are some uh, discounted uh, tickets to the museum if you're not a hog member, and there's a, a breakfast that the museum is putting on—a pancake breakfast that morning. I, I think it's like 15, 18, 19 bucks or something like that, all you can eat. So come on in and uh, ride with us for an incredibly worthy cause. And if you haven't done so already. Please go to facebook.com/slash/big-unit-poker-run, facebook.com/slash/big-unit-poker-run, and as you scroll down a little bit, right in the side column, uh, you'll see a little link that says eventbrite.com on it with a bunch of gobbledygook behind it. Click on it. That's where you click, and you'll get pre-registered. It takes you right to it. So, I can't I can't ask you enough. You get a bit of a discount when you're a two-up bike, and for those that ride know that, uh, you get a discount for the second rider. Uh, instead of paying 50 bucks the morning of, you'll pay 40 bucks in pre-reg. And like I said, the only way to get pre-registered and to, to get eligible for the, the terrific prize packages we have um, is by getting pre-registered. So please, please, please come and join us. Uh, 877-867-1670, if you want to hit us up, you can also give us a shout there. Um, we would love to hear from you in that case as well. And uh, what else do we have here? This is from uh, Jake, who says, uh, you and Mike Clemens are great when it comes to Packers coverage. Thanks for all that you guys do. Can't wait for another long, successful season. When do the postgame shows return? Postgame shows return live from the Shy Bar in Chicago at the Sheridan Grand Riverwalk. We are going to be there for the opener. Uh, We're excited about it. As a matter of fact, that's one of the prize packages for the motorcycle ride, is we're going to give somebody, some winner, two tickets and an overnight stay to hang with us down in Chicago and listen to the stories and have a beverage, and uh, who knows, maybe we even all go to dinner together or something. We don't we don't mind doing that. We'd love to do that with you. But uh, we're going to give you two tickets, and uh, you get an overnight stay at the uh, Chicago Grand Riverwalk Hotel. That way you get to see the Packers and the Bears kick off the 2023-24 campaign. So good stuff there. But th- that's when the postgame show begins as well. 877 um, 867 This is from Craig, who says, uh, some of the cuts, uh, that are being made are not surprises. Shamar, Jean Charles, a little bit surprising because of the depth in the secondary. I thought they would keep him around. He did show a few flashes last year, but I understand now after listening to Mike as to why they would want to cut him loose. What other surprise cuts do you think are to come? Craig, um, that's a great question. That's a great question. Um, Hmm, because they have, what, 30 guys to go, really 28 more players to go. Bo Melton, could it be Grant DeBose? Deuce Watts, Jed Catus Bonds, Tyler Goodson. I think another one that you would probably recognize, the name Patrick Taylor, uh, if they keep Emmanuel Wilson. Uh, Henry Pearson. Um, Chris Slayton. Aaron Mosby. Keyshawn Banks. Elijah Hamilton. Uh, Kenneth, uh, the kid from Nigeria. Kenneth Adam Guo. I- I- Adem Guo. Google. Um, and I know I'm butchering his name, but they're going to get an exemption for him, but he'll probably miss the roster. That's 12. Um, William Hooper. Uh, Terrell Ford. That's 14. That's 14 off the top of my head. It's mm. a great question. I now you got now you got to get into some tough stuff, you know. Um, Matt Schneidman saying Brenton Cox Jr. has made the 53 has made the 53, which would leave who else on the outside looking in? At the outside linebacker position. Who, whose spot did he take? I haven't seen uh, the total rundown yet as it comes out. I mean, obviously, you know, Grant and I are following it over on on Twitter. Uh, but Grant, um, Cody Crest, Cole Schneider, uh, Jason Lewin, Austin Allen, Jimmy Phillips, Andre Miller, the offensive tackle Gene Delancey, Nate McCreary. DeAndre Thomas, Shamar Jean Charles, Tyler Ford, Innis Gaines, Benny Sapp. That puts them down to, what, 71 now? 71 guys as they continue to, you know, head in. Jalen Smith, I think I mentioned. Looks like Jalen Smith is... Uh, uh no 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 i'm sorry that's i'm reading something wrong i i I apologize that's uh that's uh completely unrelated so completely get rid of that out of your head uh anyway i i I hate to do this because i'm just trying to surf as we go and sometimes when you're doing a talk show it's not the easiest of things to do um but anyway that being said there's a few names for you so some of the guys nothing shocking as of yet uh and we'll continue to to monitor all throughout the day, uh, but nothing shocking as of yet. Let's do this. We'll talk some Brewers when we come back. Uh, Chuck Freeman from the Lockdown Brewers podcast is going to be joining us, and I'll see if he feels the same. I'll see if he feels the same, because if the Brewers win tonight, which will put them six games up on the Cubs, heading into uh, with a couple of days left, heading into September, uh, I'm going to say it's the uh, the Brewers division. Brewers will have won the division. Uh, don't forget about our friends at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. They have the shop that's now open. The shop is opening up, which is awesome. They've got their own kind of bakery and things across the street from Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. But also they are uh, bringing the food truck uh, food truck to the end of the motorcycle ride coming up this Sunday. Please come out and support us on that. Please, 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 if you can. I can't. I don't know what else to do. I don't know how to beg you anymore. And get involved in the motorcycle ride. But thanks to Boondocks for being a part of it. Thanks to Boondocks for being there. Thanks to Boondocks for for you know uh, willing to give their time and effort and to be able to come out and uh, help serve some food to a lot of uh, a lot of hungry people. Uh, a big crowd we're expecting this coming Sunday. So thanks to Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Root on County Road K and Oconomowoc for joining us. More of the Bill Michael Show. Chuck Freeman next. Good to have you the Bill Michaels show on all over. Um, and uh, there's a lot of places you can find the program as well when it comes to uh, uh, when it comes to uh, you know kind of consuming the product. you can find it on YouTube. you can find it on Facebook, Twitch TV, Kick TV but uh, the best way to listen to us is on the Zone app out of Madison. That's our flagship station, but uh, we're every anywhere and everywhere. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podcasts After the Fact, but find us on many of these platforms. Uh, when it comes to, uh, just, and here's the reason why. And I don't mean to be uh, a pontificating ass here, but we this program is a sports talk program, and it's we've done extremely well, and um, we've grown, and uh, you have responded all throughout the state of Wisconsin. So just keep you know t- paying attention to us. Don't let us. Uh, fade off anywhere and uh, we're going to come back uh, even stronger we got some things in the work that are going to be bigger and better so uh, and it's because of you so we certainly 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 appreciate it uh 877-867-1670 877 1670 our buddy uh we got our buddy uh, uh chuck freeman on the line grant we got him freems is here chucker is here chuck now here's what i said <laughs> by the way chuck freeman yeah. uh, the Lockdown brewers podcast but i said if the brewers win tonight to make it a six-game lead in the division, I will fire off the Wayne Larravee, and there is your dagger. It's done. They will have won the lose, division tonight.
2: That if they come back and lose Wednesday, it's back to five games though, bill. I mean, but, be the bill. But they, they are right
0: now. I get it, but they're five games up going into September. I don't think the Cubs can catch them. And don't forget, the last three are at home at American Family Field against the Cubs. I just don't think the Cubs will catch them.
2: I just have seen so many goofy things happening in Major League Baseball. I mean dating back for when the Red Sox were 14 and a half behind the Yankees in the old American League East days and they rallied and they you know they won the division. But I've seen you know the Brewers almost blew like a four game lead the final week of 1982. I've just all the weird things that have happened. You get to September. You just never know who's going to rise up and who's going to falter. I I don't know, Bill. I just, I, I even though they have a six game lead, seven. You could tell me they have a ten game lead. Some goofy things happen in September. Uh, you know, again, some of these teams. You know, all, all, all of a sudden, some of these teams that are bad rise up and they beat some of these contenders. I mean, look at two thousand and eight uh, when the Brewers were contending for the wild card. Miami, just a horrible team, swept the series from the Mets in the final weekend of the of the season. So. I don't know. I just, I I think that uh, until this is over, until the uh, the magic number is zero, I don't count. I don't I don't take anything for granted anymore. This is the only sport I'd say that into.
0: It would have to be an epic collapse upon the Brewers' part for for which would be the story if they would end up losing this division and not making the postseason. Do you not agree?
2: Well, it would, but it's happened before. It's happened before. You know, I thought thought 2014 they were going to go to the postseason, and then they collapsed. Uh, 2017, 2007, I mean, there's been so many times when I thought this was the team. You know, last year, uh, I thought last year was a good team. I I don't know. I just – it would be an epic collapse. um, But this team right now, Bill, is playing such good baseball they are finally looking like the team that they're looking like a baseball team, not one of these teams where we're sitting at the edge of our seat, hoping and praying that uh, the bullpen is going to hold on to a, a one, nothing or a two to one lead in the eighth or ninth innings. Uh, and just hoping to get to the finish line. They're scoring runs. They're playing great defense, which they've done for the most part this season. The pitching has been great for the most part this season, but offensively the timely hits bill, the last week and a half, who are these guys?
0: Right, I am going to go back to when Cece Zabathia first got here, and I go back to this all the time. Cece pitched; he came on. He was having, he was struggling. He was in the middle, like it was a fifth inning, and gets a uh, ground ball out. Uh, and an inning that was not did not start off well. The Brewers were winning the game. I think it was like three to one or four to two or something like that. And he got out of a bases loaded jam as he's coming off the mound. He he does one of those just just screams into his glove, pumps his fist, his leg. I mean, something that we have not seen. We had, to this point, we had not seen that level of, of you know, the electric in this stadium. Okay, and and I I believe at that moment in time, everybody went, wow, that's the guy that's going to take us there. That's what it's like to be a, a big time ball player. I go back to Sunday. When Carlos Santana steps on third, rolls his ankle, and basically told Craig Council, get the hell out of here. I'm not coming out of this game. He's limping. He's trying to jog. The trainers are there. You can see Craig kind of arguing with him, and he was like, get out of here. I'm not coming out of the game. And the crowd goes crazy. He's waving his arms and pumping his fists, and the crowd goes nuts. They go on to win the ball ballgame. I'm going to point to that moment and say it all came together right then and there. Would you agree? And I,
2: love his, and, I, and, I, and I love that moment because I was sitting down the third base line when he did that, Bill. And there
0: was a so you know what I'm talking about, about. then. There, there was electricity there. There,
2: there was, there was, and, and of course when he when he came up lame initially, there was a husher with the stadium, like oh boy, things are going so well. And now one of the guys, and you look at it, Santana's hitting two nineteen. But I, I said this in my podcast. He's hitting two nineteen. Are they are they giving him credit on some of these base hits? I feel like they're not getting They're not. Whoever's official score, Pippo Driscoll, is he giving him credit for some of these base hits? Because I feel like he's hit a lot better than 216 with the Brewers. Right. The, the Bill Michaels and the, the Freeman and the Bilzy, I test say way better than 216
0: but he was only like 16170 something for a while and since then he's, yeah. he's he's risen it up dramatically so you know i said if he just gets back to the back of his baseball card he's going to have an incredible stretch run to finish the season yeah
2: yeah and, and what you said there about uh you know that being a turning moment it was it was fun it was cool to be there to see him stay in the game now you know he didn't he didn't check out well on monday and he iced the the the, the ankle and he uh, had to get you know cuz your ankle as you know you know the next day you never know how that's going to turn out and so he had to ice it and, and they didn't they didn't play him and i don't the lineup hasn't come out yet for today's game but yeah i mean carlos i like what he said after the game he goes you know what they brought me here to play in a pennant race to play in these type of games i'm going to stay in these games right they brought me here to, to play and, yes they did we've we've, we've seen Rowdy Teleza's act okay yeah he, he ripped a double the other night I thought, I thought Rowdy this year got a little too complacent at first base and a little too comfortable uh, at first base. Nobody really pushing him. And then right. uh, they brought in Telez or they brought in uh, Santana. Now Telez has, you know, had some nice at-bats since then, and he had a pinch hit double the other day. But uh, I, I like Carlos Santana on this team, but for crying out loud, somebody check, somebody do that do the math on his hits and at-bats because he's got to be hit better than 260.
0: <laughs> The other, the other spark here to begin this season was Garrett Mitchell, who uh, unfortunately went down with that that labrum injury in the shoulder, and and hopefully at some point he's back. He's been with the team and he's seen the team. He's been back at uh, American Family Field, so that's been great. But you you take him out of that lineup and you're missing that battery, you're missing that spark, and then you insert Sal Frelick, who has uh, been electric ever since. Uh, also, young guys for the 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 grand slams all this year hit by the Milwaukee Brewers have all been by the rookies. This season, so they haven't been great, but you take a guy like Sal Freelick and insert him in with the defense running into the wall, the things that he did in his first game and since, I th- there's just something that you're starting to feel going. Well, maybe this it really is something I can believe in, you know.
2: And, and as far as Bryce Terang at second base, uh, Jeff Levering said it on the broadcast last night. You know, having two second basemen or two shortstops in your middle infield because that's what you got. You got Terang who plays like a shortstop. And of course, Adamas, who's a uh, you know really good slick fielding uh, shortstop. So you got both of those guys uh, playing, you know, up the middle. Uh, I, I think one of the key cogs as of late has been William Contreras. Now, mm-hmm. when Contreras came here, he was known more for, yeah, I mean, he, his glove and all that. But he, I mean, hitting wise, he has been so clutch. He has been so clutch. Uh, hit that 450 foot home run on Sunday coming up with countless uh, big hits for this team all year long he's been the one consistent guy on this team do you realize that Chris yelich has not had a home run in the month of august and we said you know, we know he was saying how he turned it around in july and all that in june and but he has not hit a home run Yelich's got to get that power stroke going again
0: right uh that i would agree with as well i mean i know Yelich is sitting at 17. I would love to see him continue to get the power stroke, but just get on base, singles, doubles, uh, be able to steal a base or two here or there, and let those guys that are starting to hit and starting to heat up as we go into August and September to drive him in. Yeah. Just keep setting the table. I, yeah. I agree. Chuck, great stuff. Anything else real uh, quick?
2: Uh, until uh, I was gonna say, Until last night when he hit that home run. That was his right. first home run in the month of August uh, until he hit that lead-up home run. Last night, so yeah, uh, locked on Brewers. Oh, are we done here, Bill? Oh, we got about two minutes. Oh, okay, okay. No, I was going to say, um, you know, this 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 winning streak is extending. You know, is it possible if they can sweep if they sweep Chicago? Now back to your first point you made. You know, if they if they sweep Chicago and go up by seven, I'm feeling good, but I'm not slamming the door on the NL Central just yet. But really, man, would be good. Yeah, you know, and if they win tonight, this will be the eighth time in franchise history that they've had a winning streak of a double digits or more. Um, the franchise winning streak is, is 13, you know, 1987. Mm-hmm. They would have to win all these games and win Sunday against Philadelphia to make it 14 to snap the, the record. But, hey, I never forecasted ever this team winning this many games. I was, you know, winning three in a row had been a problem for these guys, two in a row. But winning nine in a row and the way they're playing and the brand of baseball they're playing, it's been fun to watch.
0: Yep, certainly has. Good stuff. Chuck, uh, they can find you at Lockdown Brewers Podcast. We'll talk again next week as the Brewers will then be approaching uh, 16 or 17 straight games, and the win streak will have people out of their freaking mind.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, on all those downloads. And, of course, go to YouTube, just like the Bill Michael Show, uh, my podcast lockdown Brewers search lockdown Brewers hit the subscribe on lockdown Brewers and hit that uh like button that'll get you every episode so you smash get the both of
0: us now a YouTube bill smash it smash it good stuff Chuck I'll talk <laughs> to you next <laughs> week pal all right bill See you. see ya there you go that's Shucker. sugar. good stuff as uh it is uh it's exciting and uh I think uh, the Brewers if they win tonight I am proclaiming it I'm going to do that. I'm going up on the hill. I'm I'm planting the flag. What I was do. hearing from Chuck is that he's saying this division isn't over until uh, Bob Keselowski sings, which is the Brewers' version of <laughs> the
2: fat right. lady singing. Instead, for the Brewers, it's Bob Keselowski. Yeah,
0: there you go. There you go. Bob's got a tremendous voice, too, when he does the uh, God Bless America on Sundays. Awesome stuff. All I right, see. let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. we got a whole lot more, another hour and segment to go. So, hang in there. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at the Sunset Grill Prospect Avenue in Pewaukee. Tell them I said hi. Great place. Uh, You're going to be sitting there on Sundays watching the games, and uh, I'd get over there tonight. Find your space. Sit down. Watch the Brewers beat the Cubs. Continue the win streak. Plant the flag, baby. Plant the flag. Got more of the Bill Michael Show next.
2: Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: say thanks to our friends at Cunis, Cunis RV, Cunis Automotive, uh, Lake uh, Lake Geneva Chevrolet, uh, which is a Cunis Chevy dealer. Uh, they supplied the vehicles for the hole in ones yesterday. Nobody wanted, unfortunately, but uh, they did give us a couple of cars. And uh, between the RV that uh, we traveled, stayed in, and the truck, uh, which is absolutely positively loaded down right now with all of the equipment and all the things that we need for the motorcycle ride and uh, the golf outing yesterday. So uh, we can't do it without them. We can't get all this stuff around and all the different uh, charity events that we do. Can't do it without our friends at CUNIS. RV, automotive, truck, commercial, all over. Madison, Stoughton, Barneveld, Elkhorn, Lake Geneva, Platteville, uh, And I just uh, drove past on uh, Highway 100 in the Milwaukee area. They have now got the Buick and the GMC dealership, which is uh, they just bought. And they've opened, uh, or not opened up, but taken over. And another one coming in Milwaukee as well. So they continue to grow. And uh, we were down at Camp Timberley which is the, uh, the camp for kids uh, and families and such uh, down in Walworth County. We were down there. We did a broadcast down there on uh, Saturday, which was a lot of fun. So uh, thanks to our friends at CUNIS. We got another hour of this program yet to go. A lot more to get to. So Packers fans, so what did the preseason tell you? We'll give you kind of the rundown as to who's being cut and such uh, as well. But what did the preseason tell you? Give me the good and give me what concerns you. As this roster continues to take shape, uh, we are about an hour, two hours away from all the uh, the cuts needed to be made for this football team. So will the surprising ones come in the next hour? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next.